The UPMC sports medicine experts in Central PA are here to help keep you in the game and improve your quality of life, no matter your age or activity level. Visit upmc.com slash centralpasportsmed to learn more. What's going on, great people? Welcome back to another exciting episode of RPA High School Football Report podcast. I'm your host, Nebby Asaiz, here with my friend, Dan, the man with the plan, Sostic, who's filling in for our sports editor, Brian Linder, this evening. Dan, how you doing, man? Oh, pretty good. You know, anytime I get a text saying I got to hop on with Nebby Asaiz for a podcast, the answer is always a three-letter word beginning with the letter Y. So uh, I'm, always, <laughs> I'm always willing to chat football with Nebby, and uh, we've got a pretty good guest today, so. Dan, we have a, a huge guest joining us today. But before we get started into that, let's talk about this past sequence of events that happened in the, the past week here, man. We got Harrisburg going uh, to states after just winning a District 3 6A championship against Mannheim Township on Saturday. Still High is headed back to the state semifinals again after a win against Northern Lehigh. And now we have Bishop McDevitt, who just shut out Mannheim Central for the first time this season, the only team to ever do it. Uh, they they beat them on Friday night, forty to nothing, and are the District Three Four A champions. And we have the the starting quarterback for the Bishop McDevitt Crusaders, Stone Saunders, on here with us. Stone, what's going on, man? Thanks for joining us. Nothing. Thanks for having me. <laughs> so I guess my first question for you is kind of dissect Friday's game, man. What was the game plan headed in? I mean, Coach Wechter was just thrilled and enthused after Friday night. You guys are back-to-back district champions, and you're just a sophomore. I mean, what was that experience like for you? Yeah, I mean, Coach Wechter was fired up. All the guys were fired up to get back to the district championship game. And, I mean, it was really just – I mean, for us, it's really just another step in the process. Our ultimate goal is a state championship, and we're just keep climbing that mountain. And, you know, that was a step in the way, and it was a great experience for the team. It was super fun just to experience that with all the guys. Yeah, and I mean, I feel like the game kind of illustrated one of the many, you know, pluses McDevitt has, right? You Nick's, Nick's down. You guys still have so many weapons. And, I mean, against a really good team, too, you, you find Tyshawn, you find Rico, Marquise. I mean, do you, as a quarterback, how comforting is it to know, like, any any given play, you've got three to four different guys that can pick it the house any play? Yeah, I mean, we got the best playmakers, really. And, like, it all starts with our line. Like, we were just running the ball all game. They really couldn't stop the run at all. I mean, when we play offense like that and we're running the ball like that, so it's a play action and all that. So, I mean, everybody knows our air attack is really, like, special. But when we can run the ball like that, it's really dangerous. So, our line plays super great, and that led to the big one. Stone, you know, leading up to this game, a lot of folks in the Central PA area felt as though you guys haven't really had much competition since your week one matchup against Emotep Charter, where you guys fell. Um, nonetheless, you proved yourself a lot. I mean, you were already established as a quarterback here in the mid-pen, but you have over 2,000 passing yards on the season. You, you, you go out and throw for, what, over a, a buck 50 in Friday night's win. Um, talk to us a bit about the grind and, and, and the, the, the work that you guys took to get to this point to where as though you're rolling through the playoffs now and heading into the state playoffs. Yeah, I mean, it was just all the work in the summer and all that in the camp just through the whole way. And we just kept getting better the whole entire season. And, you know, I mean, people say we don't play anybody, but, like, the scores are sort of the same. Like, last game we won 40-0. The whole season has sort of been like that after week one. So, I mean, people want to diss our teams that we play, but 
just keeps going on. Yeah. And I mean, obviously coming off a state t- championship appearance, so it's not like you guys uh, didn't beat anyone last year either. So um, I'm going to, I'm going to ask a little bit about, you know, your team has a lot of guys, everyone kind of saw coming, right? You, Rico, Riley, Gabe, uh, those guys. I think maybe the biggest support, one of the biggest surprises, at least externally, has been Tyshawn Russell, um, the wires, your guys' leading wide receiver this year. Um, he, I don't think he even had a catch in his high school career going into this year. Now he's, you know, <laughs> he's at the top of the mid pen leaderboards. Did you guys expect him to emerge the way he did? Was it something that kind of popped in camp where he started forming that connection? Or was this more of a, hey, man, this guy's really good, but I got to throw him the ball more type thing? Yeah, I mean, he just we all worked together all summer. I mean, we could tell he was going to be something special this year. And, you know, our offense really just, like, helps each other out because, you know, when they overplay Rico and Jeff on that side, you know, Tyshawn's going to be one-on-one backside. So, you know, I'm going to give him the one-on-one. And then the couple games where they played him with, like, two players on that makes Rico more open. So our offense really just, like, revolves around each other and we all make each other better through the whole game. You know, Stone, we we have a great relationship with Coach Wechter here at Penn Live. Um, another guy I personally have a good relationship with is one of your defensive coordinators, Danny Danny Lansana. I'm on with the Harrisburg, so we got that you know that Cougar connection. Nonetheless, Danny and I talk a lot often about this McDevitt defense, and a guy that really has stood out to to Dan's point this season, as well as Jair Rollinson, who had a, a pick six in that game. Um, Lucas Lawler performed well too; he had a sack. I mean, what makes guys like them, in addition to Tyshawn, so special and you know, the, the sacrifice and the, the small things they bring to the win to help the team to help you guys win, so to speak. Yeah, I mean, it's really just little guys stepping up and, like, big opportunities. Like, Jagger had pick six last game, district championship. I mean, he had, like, a strip six against Emotep. You know, Jagger's really stepped up this year. And our defense is pretty solid, you know. So it's just fun to play with them. They set us up in good field position. I mean, it just makes us offense feel way better when, you know, maybe we have a drive that doesn't go well. We feel like our defense is going to shut them out, so we got another chance to put points on the board. I want to transition to kind of ask you this now. I mean, you have a, a big season this year, right? And like I mentioned, over 2,000 passing yards. Um, last year, as a, as a freshman, you lead this McDevitt team to the District 3, I'm sorry, to the PIAA 4A state final against Aliquippo, where you guys come up short. Um, nonetheless, you did that all as a freshman, and this year as a sophomore, you're having an even bigger season. What were some of the steps you took in the offseason to help yourself kind of have this big year? And how do you feel like you individually have um, improved since last year? I think I just managed the game better this year than I did last year. You know, last year was a little, like, harder. I had a lot of things to, like, worry about. And now I just, like, really got everything processed. It's just easier to be a game manager, getting the ball to, like, my playmakers. And, like, knowing we need a spark. And, you know, we've just been working all year and getting better. So it's like... I feel like we have way more experience this year than we did last year, which makes us more dangerous as a team. Yeah, especially this time of year, right? I mean, when it comes to playoff time, you know, you're going to be in those late game situations where you need to execute properly. You need to know where you're going. And obviously you did a pretty good job last year getting all the way to state championship game. But um, how much more comfortable are you kind of in these moments now from year, um, year one to year two? I mean, I'm sure it's still a big leap, even though, you did have success last year. Yeah, I mean, it's just like when it comes down to like two-minute drills, you know, we had a couple two-minute drills this year where we did really good. We thought, you know, getting the ball downfield, scoring. And I mean, in practice, we practice it all the time against our defense, which our defense is like the best that we probably are going to face. So it's really good practicing against the best, and that just like leads us into the game 
we already know what to expect. You know, Stone, you're still a, a young guy. You're, what, 15, 16 years old, and you're sophomore year at Bishop McDevitt. What's this? I mean, you, you've had this poise about you ever since last year, and we're going to get into your dad a little bit here. I'm going to ask you where that comes from. But um, what's that feeling got to be like for you as a freshman on the biggest stage of your high school football career, then as a sophomore, you know, kind of getting ready to do it all over again? I mean, where do you develop that confidence from, and how is it that you get to this point where you're at right now? So young. I mean, yeah, I've just always been confident in myself, you know. I mean, why not? Like, <laughs> so it's just like the guys that trust in me, I trust in them. So we're all just a close group of guys that trust each other and know that one of us is going to make a play and that will help us win. Where would you say that confidence sort of derives from? You've always been that way? I mean, yeah, I mean, I've always been that way, but I just think, like, if I train as hard as I did, you know, like, I prepared myself for everything that's going to come, so I should be confident in what I can do. Absolutely. Well, Dan, Stone, we have a lot of great football talk going on here. We still have more yet to go, but we're going to take a brief moment here to acknowledge our sponsor, Pinnacle Health and UPMC. The UPMC sports medicine experts in Central PA are here to help keep you in the game and improve your quality of life, no matter your age or activity level. Visit upmc.com slash Central PA Sports Med to learn more. Stone, we, we talk about the, the uniqueness and the buildup of this year's team. Um, what expectations did you sort of have for yourself coming into this year, and how far do you foresee this team uh, going this year? I mean, I feel like I kind of know the answer to that already, but <laughs> I want to hear what you have to say, my man. Yeah, you definitely got the answer for that. I mean, winning states is really all that matters for us. You know, we got there last year, and that was just a heartbreaker for all of us. You know, we just worked super hard this offseason. That's really, like, all that matters. I don't care about stats or anything like that. It really doesn't matter. I just want to win the state championship. Yeah, and, um, I mean, we know we know what it would mean to this program. We know how proud McDevitt is. And we, we also know about this senior class you guys have that have really been kind of the linchpin of a lot of this success. You know, Riley Rebell, Gabe Arena, um, Tyshawn, Marquise, those guys. How much would it mean to you, and obviously Coach Wechter, how much would – it mean to you to kind of as the quarterback help help lead the program for kind of you know that history and also for that group which like like I said has been so instrumental yeah I mean it would mean everything you know we got like a great group of seniors just a great group of guys and you know it's going to be a big change from next year because we have they're like I don't even know what number it is it has to be like 11 or more of the starters on our team that are seniors so obviously that would mean a lot, and then getting one for Coach Weck, obviously he's just done everything he can for us. So just got one state championship this year. Looks like you got a Georgia Bulldogs hoodie on over there, man. Let's let's talk about some of those offers. I mean, you're a young guy, you got some SEC offers, Big Ten offers. I mean, talk to us about the schools that have offered you and some of the places you visited, and you know, kind of kind of that experience so far as a sophomore. Uh, yeah, I mean, I went to Georgia, which that was crazy. I mean, I went to Clemson a couple weeks ago. That was crazy. You know, just it's just good building relationships with some of these coaches in the college world and just seeing what, like, all these schools are like. You know, I just want to be in a place that can develop me and, you know, just where I can come in and play. Maybe not, not right away. That's not as big a part of me as they can develop me into what they see me as. And, you know, it's just been great. I just want to, like, I just stopped with that a little bit ago so I can finish this and obviously build all this into winning the state championship. 
Yeah, are there any recent, um, you know, QBs, whether it be in college or the NFL, you kind of model your game after a little bit? I mean, I like Josh Allen, and Josh Allen's a dog. <laughs> so he's always fun to watch. Him, uh, Justin Herbert, just some of like the young quarterbacks that really have a big arm and, you know, do it all. Can't do much better than those two, so. Talking about quarterbacks you emulate, um, I read a story before, actually, our, our editor, Brian Linder, wrote about you, man, as a kid, almost getting ran over by Tom Brady. Talk to us about that experience. Talk to us about your dad, who's a Ravens strength and conditioning coach, man, and how big football is in your household. Yeah, I mean, my dad's a strength and conditioning coach for the Ravens. My brother plays college football at Shippensbury. So, I mean, it's just like football in the house all the time. <laughs> That's really all it is. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, I mean... Being the son of a coach for the Ravens is super cool. I mean, I get to go meet some of the guys, throw some of the guys. So that's been such a cool experience for me through my childhood. And just, like, them asking about how my season's going, stuff like that, and giving me advice. So it's just, like, really cool. What was that experience like as a kid, man, getting to see the GOAT Tom Brady? Yeah, I didn't even (laughs) – so my dad told me to go knee on the sidelines because, like, he didn't want me out with all the players. Mm -hmm. And I look to my right, I see Tom Brady running, and I'm like, I'm I'm just not going to move. You know, if I get ran over, at least I'll be on, like, ESPN or something like that. (laughs) And he stops, like, five yards in front of me. So, I mean, it was so cool. Yeah. I'm a a Patriots fan, so that that, uh, that hits me in the feels a little bit. But (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's the GOAT. For all our fans listening, Stone Saunders' father, Steve Saunders, again, a strength and conditioning coach with the Baltimore Ravens. A great guy to talk to. I, I, I talked to him probably just about every single week during the regular season, updating your stats. And he told me how big of a fan you and him were both of this podcast. We appreciate the both of you for listening. So shout out to Mr. Steve, man. Um, yeah, it's my mom mainly. My mom listens to y'all every single week, oh, tells yeah. me about it. That's, that's <laughs> dope, man. We're going to keep this thing going. We've been going for what? Uh, about a year and five months now. So we... We're going to keep it rolling, man. It's a year-round podcast, that we'd like to say. Um, nonetheless, Stone, I want to kind of ask you this on a more personal note. What are some challenges you feel like you faced, you've been faced with on the field, and how have you overcome them um, here as a sophomore in this, this second year of high school football? Mm, I'm trying to think. I mean, just, like, really, like, coming in as a freshman and taking the team over was, was kind of hard because, you know, it's a group of older guys, and I'm just this 15-, 14-year-old kid that came in and started as a freshman, so... That was a challenge for sure, but then I just developed and made some plays that made everybody respect me and be a leader. So now I'm just a leader of the team. And just, like, expectations just keep rising, and I just got to, you know, keep going with them. Just keep getting better every single day, every single week. I know you talk about you've always been confident, right? But, I mean, as a 14-year-old coming into high school, were you ever nervous a bit, or did you ever doubt yourself or think, like, okay, you know, is it my time now? Or did you ever question your ability uh, coming in? I mean, yeah, there was a little doubt for sure. But, like, once I hit the first week, you know, I mean, my teammates always tell me a story before, like, the first week of the game. They really didn't know how good I was until the first my first play. I threw, like, a 40-yard pass to Mario. Mario oops. And, you know, everything just got rolling from there. Everybody just trusted me and let me lead them. So, you know, it's just been a great experience. I mean, McDevitt's so great. It's just been so fun to play for well, I know that obviously we're talking a lot of McDevitt, but I'm just kind of curious. Do you do you guys pay attention to, you know, the other kind of mid-pen teams, how they're they're doing too? I mean, no one from your division, but it's so it's not like there are any real true rivalries, but you got Harrisburg still alive. You got um yeah. Y still alive, and we got Trinity still alive, who I think is kind of the the shocker of the the shocker of the year, maybe in the mid-pen mm-hmm. that they 
been as successful as that. How cool is that to see? And do you guys pay attention at all? I'm sure you guys know just based on location, know some of these dudes. Um, is it cool to see kind of the mid pen repping the way it is and um, uh, advancing in the state tournament? Yeah, I mean, it's awesome just to see like all the great football in this area. You know, I mean, obviously some of the guys are close with the Harrisburg team. They wish we played them still, but I don't really have any like res- relations to them. But I mean, yeah, we just, there's we talk about them a little bit, but we just really focus on ourselves, you know? I mean, there's really no point. It's just us. And if we just keep getting better, then we should be fine winning state championship. You know, Stone, Dan touches on a really good point. I was going to allude to that, too. Um, you come into our media day um, this past fall in August at Cumberland Valley High School. We did a big feature story on you and Alex Irby. Um, and I know a lot of those guys on that Bishop McDevitt team are, like, from the inner city of Harrisburg. So, of course, they'd have relations to a lot of the kids that play for Harrisburg's football team. Nonetheless, do you have any guys in the area that you can sort of work out with in the offseason? I know a lot of our guys that come on here and work out with, like, a Lance Dean or a Danny Lance Center who are from the area. Um, do you have relations, like, with Alex Irby? I mean, you guys are two of the premier quarterbacks here in the Mid-Pen Conference. Yeah, I mean, me and Alex know each other just from, like, social medias and stuff and just will, like, hit her each other up just congratulate each other but i mean i just go to power train with some of the guys from my team and that's just how i train that's dope man well look stone i want to ask you this um stone saunders a name that's ringing bell here at central pa across the nation as well sec offers everything of that sort you're, you're the man with the plan but what i, I want to ask you who is stone saunders off the football field when you're walking through those hallways at bishop McDevitt high school what are some other things you like to do aside from football and do you have any, like, clubs or organizations you're a part of at school? Uh, I mean, yeah, I play rec basketball. But, I mean, not right now, obviously. I'm not going to get injured playing rec basketball. <laughs> but, um, you know, just hanging out with my friends, family, got two dogs. You know, I just, I mean, there's not much time other than football right now. But, you know, it's just, like, hanging out with friends, doing stuff, just getting close to relationships with the team. What's your rec ball game like? Are you a are you a shooter? Are you a slasher? Or uh, you a point guard? I mean, I feel like a lot of quarterbacks tend to be point. But. Yeah, I mean, I'm a shooter, but I mean, I'm still a game manager. You know, get the assists just like football. So, <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, Stone, uh, I want to ask you something else. Um, you got back to back district three titles. Um, you've made it to a state championship game. For you, what do you think is the most exciting part? of your high school football career so far? Or what do you want to be like sort of the the benchmark when it's all said and done? Because you still have two more seasons left after this. Do you have any personal accolades like what Gatorade player of the year? If we had Heisman's in high school, I'm sure you'd probably win one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean, I want to win multiple state championships. And, you know, Gatorade Gatorade player of the year would be cool. I think I'm up for the running of that this year. Um, You know, just... Really just being the best player I can be and just keep growing every single year, every single week, and just trying to be as good as I can on the way to the next level, obviously. So, yeah. You know, like you know, man, we got the top guys in PA, some from all over the Keystone State that come on here and join us each week with Brian and I and Dan and our colleague Eric Epler on the other uh, episode um, here on the PA High School Football Report. Before you go, we want to ask you, this is something we ask all of our athletes. What, what are some words of advice and wisdom that you'd give to guys on the up-and-coming in high school football who are looking to establish themselves and reach the highest stage such as you've done? Um, what would you talk to them about in terms of recruitment, off-season workouts, and overall just being a leader on the team? 
Yeah, I'll just say, you know, dream big and don't let, like, anybody tell you you can't be something. Because obviously, like, you know, through midgets, I had some, like, coaches that told me I couldn't play quarterback. You know, they, I had one coach's kid put me on the line. <laughs> so, you know, I had to go out of there. You know, the team we just played, the coach had a kid that played quarterback. I was going to go there. He said I wasn't a good enough leader to play. So, you know, I had to transfer to McDevitt. Obviously, I got to put in a great position. And so you, like, never really know where you can end up. Like, I really had no idea I was going to end up in McDevitt, but I couldn't have been in a better position to play. And Coach Weck, obviously, a great teacher and great just person to be under. And, you know, so just, like, dream big, have fun. I mean, you only get one chance at it, so just keep going. Well, I bet that coach feels pretty silly now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I hope so. Yeah. Hey, Dan, I was just about to say, where, what area are you from, if you don't mind me asking, where a coach had you on the line in Pee Wee's and Midgets? Uh, well, I was actually, you know, Mayheim Central, which was like, last week was a little personal for me, but we moved up to Mechanicsburg now, so I'm not in that school district anymore. And, you know, I played for their Midgets program. I was going to go to their high school. Their coach had a kid who was the quarterback now. Um, told me I wasn't a good enough leader. I wasn't even going to be able to play at the high school level. And, you know, I mean, yeah. got to send him home last week. So. <laughs> oh, you had that chip on your shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, sir. For yeah. sure. I've got, one, I've got one more question for you. Quick one. Is it true that you're named after Stoke Cold Steve Austin, or is this something that we've, <laughs> we've heard incorrectly? <laughs> I honestly don't even know. Like, I really have no idea. I've never heard the actual story of why I was named Stone. All right. But, well, I mean, that, that, that probably is the reason. I mean, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay. Dan's hilarious. That's what we heard through the grapevine. So, you know what? We're going to stick with it because I think that's a pretty cool uh, – <laughs> Uh, to tell people. Hey, I'm, I'm going to ask Mr. <laughs> yeah. Steven, if you were named after Stone Cold, man, that's one heck of a name right there. You're putting on for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. Stone, we appreciate you coming on and joining us, man. We had a great conversation with you. Go out there, continue doing what you're doing on the field, and best of luck to you this year. And thank you so much again. Thanks, Stone. Yes, sir, man. Thanks for having no me. No doubt. The UPMC sports medicine experts in Central PA are here to help keep you in the game and improve your quality of life, no matter your age or activity level. Visit upmc.com slash central PA sports med to learn more.